Hi everyone, welcome to yet another episode of In the Moment with Mombi. Um, I hope you guys had a good week. I hope you guys had a blessed week. Um, yeah, as for me, my week was spiritually refreshing. <laughs> um, this week I had um, quite the quality time uh, with God and just soaking in His presence and being in His presence. Um, because um, these past couple of weeks have been quite overwhelming, you know, uh, my work-life balance has been off. And so I had been feeling for a while that um, like I'm not spending enough time with God. Uh, but this week, I'm grateful to report <laughs> that quality time was spent um, with God. And... Um, I really am grateful. My soul is refreshed and restored and my strength is renewed and I feel like I can keep pushing and keep going um, despite everything that I have in my plate. Uh, I have really been feeling like I'm in my stretching season, you know, even like with work and then now with the podcast and in many areas of my life, I just feel like I'm being stretched, like my capacity is being stretched and stretched. And then I think that, um, hey, maybe this is the end of the stretching um, season. I'm like, hold up, there's something, <laughs> there's something else that's stretching me on this other side. So the stretching has been a lot, but have the capacity you know and a good friend of mine reminded me that and has been reminding me that I have the capacity despite everything that's just coming at me um and then there's also a someone we were preached for like two two to three weeks ago where we were told um if you're a size okay I am a size two and a half guys so the preacher was saying if you're a size three do not expect God to give you a, a size three shoe he will give you a size seven you so that he can stretch you and stretch your potential right because how we are how we see ourselves is not how god sees us so if you think of yourself as a size three bet that god sees you as a size 10 so he will give you a shoe that's size 10 so you stretch and grow in that shoe so there's a lot of stretching happening in my life. But all in all, I am grateful. And I know I have the capacity and I have overwhelming victory in Jesus Christ. So, yeah, um, I hope you feel <laughs> caught up with my week and um, how it is and has been. Um, so pray for your girl. Pray for your friend over here um, as I pray for you too. Um, and we'll be fine. Hey, Safari, lazima tufike hadi mwisho. This week, I would like us to to do something a bit different. Um, so this is a new segment that I am introducing in the podcast, and the segment will be called Study the Bible with Me. And I hope it will be a blessing to you. So cozy up, grab a drink of your choice. It's been quite cold. We're in winter, okay? So whether it's your coffee or your tea, I know, get it. And um, let's study the Bible together. Um, so today I want us to study about peace. 
and I want us to look at a few verses that talk about the peace of God. So something I shared in episode one of this podcast, the episode was titled 24 Things I Have Learned in 24 Years. One of the points I shared was on peace and from the feedback I received, um, that bonus point resonated with a number of you and um, the point I shared was that um, I'm learning that peace does not mean to be in a place where there is no noise, uh, trouble or hard work, but peace is being in the midst of all those things and still being calm in my heart. And I also mentioned that this peace can only be achieved through Jesus. So it's important for you to note that if you want peace, um, the peace that even in the midst of chaos that is still present, you need to invite and welcome Jesus in your heart. And I also want us to understand something about Jesus um, that we see in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, when it was prophesied about the birth of Jesus. Um, the scripture says, and he would be called Wonderful Counselor, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And something that happened um this week when I was preparing for this episode and when I was reading on that scripture, like I got a revelation that I've never gotten before. And this is a scripture I have recited <laughs> for almost all my life, you know, in Sunday school um, during those Christmas Christmas um, thingies. And um, when I was reading it, it was so impressive because I realized that the prophecy, in short, they were saying that, He's not a new person, but he's Jesus, the wonderful counselor, the everlasting father, and the prince of peace. In short, he's God, the three in one. Wonderful counselor, that is the Holy Spirit, right? When Jesus was leaving his disciples or preparing them to leave, he said, I will send you a helper, the Holy Spirit. He will be your counselor. And so the first name that uh, is prophesied for Jesus is the wonderful counselor, the Holy Spirit, and the everlasting Father. Mm, mm. The Father, for God so loved the, the world that he gave his own son, everlasting Father. The father that Jesus always, you know, always kept saying, Father, forgive them. Father, 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 if it's your will, Father, everlasting Father and Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. Shalom, Jehovah, Shalom. So it was so mind-blowing to see that the prophecy was not speaking of a foreign person coming um, to be the Messiah, but he was talking about the God that, you know, the people, the people knew at that time in Isaiah's time, the the God who was still coming in the form of you know God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and was going to be manifested through Jesus Christ, right? And so it's so amazing to know that all through, like in the since Genesis, since the beginning of the Bible to the, till the end, God still exists as three in one, right? It's so mind blowing. Uh, so Jesus, the wonderful counselor, everlasting father and prince of peace. That's a revelation I got and I said I must share with you guys. <laughs> so let's proceed. Uh, so what this tells us is that another name for Jesus is peace. He is the prince of peace. He is the ruler of peace. He is Jehovah Shalom. And so when you think of Jesus think of peace because peace belongs to him, right? When you say a prince, 
that means when someone is a prince it means he they rule something right so jesus is the ruler of peace he controls peace he is in charge of peace right and so you'd wonder what is this peace that jesus gives and so this is the kind of peace that david experiences in psalms 23 verse 4 when he says even though i walk through the darkest valley i will fear no evil for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me this is the kind of peace that daniel experienced in the den of lions okay um he was not worried he did not fear he was at peace this is the kind of peace that shadrach meshach and abednego experienced in the fire that despite their circumstances they were worshiping in the fire And you see that I from that um, story that I like read the book of Daniel like a month or two months ago um I think they lit the fire seven times more than you know the the fire used to be imagine and in that fire they were not afraid they were still worshiping and this is also the kind of peace that Paul and Silas experienced in the prison the kind of peace that led them to worshiping and praying to God imagine in prison would that be your first instinct <laughs> probably i'm not so sure about myself but you know that's kind that's crazy kind of peace right um and their their, their worship and their praises caused an earthquake and their chains and those of other prisoners fell off and the doors of the prisons were immediately opened this is in the book of acts somewhere I think 20 or somewhere i'm not sure read your bible you'll find it and then um what this tells us is they could have chosen to cry and lament but they chose to worship and this is the same kind of peace that also allowed Jesus to sleep through the storm when he was in the sea with his disciples um i know that this type of peace probably sounds unattainable but it sure exists because people have lived through it and experienced it in the bible so what does the bible say about this peace Um in Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 scripture says you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you all whose thoughts are fixed on you this simply tells us that the secret in, is in fixing your thoughts on Jesus when you fix your thoughts on God he promises to give you perfect peace so instead of worrying running to people and losing hope and trying to you know to think about your own solutions and how to go about things try fixing your thoughts on god try fixing your thoughts on jesus um and try trusting god not only with your situation but also with your life because he says he will keep in perfect peace all who trust in him and all whose thoughts are fixed on him so the secret is in trusting in God and fixing your thoughts on him. The second scripture I want us to look at is in um, John uh, chapter 14 verse 27. It says, "I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give is a is a gift that this world cannot give. So do not be troubled or afraid." That means that the kind of peace, this kind of peace that Jesus was saying that um the the peace that the world cannot give is a gift that is already 
available to you. Jesus gave it in abundance, enough to last you a lifetime. This peace cannot be achieved by, you know, drinking or smoking or, um, you know, indulging in other worldly things or remedies or fixes, quick fixes. The world cannot give you that kind of peace. Maybe temporarily you'll forget your problems. <laughs> but, you know, once your mind comes back to its senses, you will still feel anxious. You will still feel worried. But with the peace of God, this world cannot give you the peace that God gives you. And me personally, I am a living testimony that there is a peace that God gives that even sometimes it makes me wonder, but I know I have a problem, but why have I had peace, you know? <laughs> when you know, even you, you know you're supposed to be worrying and freaking out, but the amount, the level of peace you have, <laughs> it's like you're not going through anything at all. And I'm so sure that if I tried to go around it, like with, you know, worldly fixes or remedies, I, I would even feel worse than the situation. And so there's a peace that God gives and his peace is perfect. And you just have to go through Jesus. There's no other way. There's no shortcut, right? And then one of my favorite, favorite verses that keeps me grounded is in Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7. And it says, this is the message uh, translation. It says, don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. Letting God know your concerns before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness. Mm. other versions say god's peace right but then message says wholeness so god's peace is wholeness wholeness is being in a state where that there's nothing wrong with you you're perfect sounds unattainable but the, the bible says that a sense of god's wholeness right a sense of everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. Wow. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. That's what the scripture says. It finishes by saying, it's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. So when you take away the worries from your life, they're displaced and Jesus replaces them. How amazing can that be to experience a sense of God's wholeness? In short, you will experience God, his wholeness, his peace that this world cannot give, right? Uh, read other translations of this scripture. It's so powerful. In every translation, the others say, do not be anxious about anything, but in all things pray with, um, with thanksgiving and supplication, making your requests known to God and God's peace uh, will rule your heart and mind through Christ Jesus, right? And so it's a very powerful scripture that I love. And what the scripture simply says is when you pray and give Jesus your concerns, he will give you peace in return. We're not promised clarity or miracles or answers or yeses. <laughs> We are simply told that his peace is what we will get. He will replace our anxieties with his peace, with his wholeness. This makes me think that his peace is truly what we need to get through this world. Despite our needs, 
our worries, our concerns, God's peace is what we should desire to have the most. But then you might wonder, how can I not be anxious in a world that's full of troubles and needs, <laughs> with the economy's uh, instability? How can you not be anxious when there are no jobs? How can you not be anxious? And the answer to that is in Matthew 6. And it says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So the remedy to your anxiety is seeking God first. And the remedy to the other remedy to your anxiety is also praying and giving God um letting your requests be made known to God and you'll receive peace. You need already to seek to know that you need to live a life where you're seeking God first above all else. That's how you can know that, yeah, I'm seeking God first above everything. And then what does God say about me whenever I am anxious? He says that I should not worry about anything, but in prayer and supplication, I should make my requests known to God. All right? So if you're also struggling with peace, Try sticking God first above everything. And you'll find that all your problems in seeking God, all your problems, mysteriously, he answers them and he takes care of them. Because he also says in First Peter chapter 5, verse 7, cast all your cares, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries and all your concerns once and for all on him for he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully, right? So as you keep reading the Bible and studying the Bible, you'll see that actually God gives us answers (laughs) to most of our life Um, issues and worries you just have to read the bible to discover these things right he has already told you do not be anxious he has already told you seek first my kingdom and everything you need so if you don't know that everything you need is in seeking god first you will definitely be anxious but if you're always seeking god first you will not have anxiety to begin with right because everything you need will be found in your relationship with God, in living righteously, and in putting God first above everything. Because you will know, you'll have the confidence that in 1 Peter 5, 7, he says, he cares for you, he cares for me, he's watching over me carefully, right? So it's important to study the Bible. All the life's um big questions, right, that often go unanswered and we live in confusion. The answer is in the word. You just have to read it and you have to let it come alive in your life. And so the fifth verse I want us to look at, if you remember from last week's episode, we read from John 16:33, where Jesus spoke to his disciples and said, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So the peace of God is an anchor that he left with us. His peace is a special gift that is available for you. But in order for it to become alive and active in your life, 
life, you need to ask for it. And you need to believe that God has deposited it in your heart and you need to allow it to guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Okay, so you just need to ask for the peace. You'll be like, God, I am struggling. Please give me your peace. Please give me your peace. And don't make it a one-time thing. That's a, when you experience this peace of God, now you forget him. And then till the next time where you're stranded again or you're anxious or worried. No, make it a daily walk with God that every day you just, God, I need your peace today. Even before you know what's ahead of you, don't wait till the anxiety is there. Now you're praying for peace. Uh-uh. When you start your day, you're like, God, I don't know what I'm stepping um, into today, but God, I'm asking for your peace and I'm asking for your wisdom. I'm asking for your Holy Spirit. That's the best way to live. Okay? So if you're struggling with peace, you just need to ask for it because you already gave it to you. Right, And he has given you peace that this world cannot give. And he has told you already to take heart and to not uh, let um, the troubles of this world overwhelm you because he has defeated the world already and you have the same victory through his name. Okay, And the last verse I want us to look at is from Psalms uh, 4 verse 8. It says, In peace I will lie down and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. This is the NLT version. And so what, what this tells me is that God's peace is not only limited during the day, but also at night. How powerful. That even in your sleep, if you have trouble sleeping, if you have bad dreams, let this scripture be a source of comfort to you to know that God is with you in your sleep. There is nowhere that God cannot access you, nowhere that his peace cannot find you. His arm is not too short that it cannot rescue you. Your dreams are intended to be a safe place, uh, a safe place for God to speak to you. Dreams are intended to be a holy place for communion with, with God. And so as you sleep, ask for his peace. Ask for his peace to be with you in your dreams. Ask for him to keep you safe. And he surely will because he has said, as you lie down, this was David. He wrote and said, said in peace, I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. Other versions say, for you, O Lord, deliver me to safety. So as you sleep, just believe and confess and pray this prayer that, God, I lie down and sleep and you lead me to safety. Jesus, you're my safety. Jesus, you're my peace. Jesus, I am okay and I'm safe in you. Jesus, even in my sleep, you're there. There's nowhere that I can hide from you. There's a scripture in Psalms that uh, David says, even when I hide, even when I hide in darkness, you're still there, right? So even in your sleep, even in your dreams, God is there, right? So sometimes this um, scripture and word comes to life when you speak it and when you believe it. That's when it takes its form and comes to life in your life. So you need to believe these things and speak them into life and they surely will be. And so um, just as in... Um, Mark 
chapter 4 verse 39 Jesus spoke to the raging storm and commanded it to quiet down through the power that is in, in the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit who lives in you you can also command the storms in your life and call them to perfect peace the perfect peace of God you too can say peace be still and the storm will cease and there will be great calm in your life and in that particular situation Okay, and so as we close, I am reminded of John 2019, which is when um, Jesus resurrected and uh, he appeared to his disciples. Remember, they were hiding and in fear and distraught really um, about the death of Jesus. And he appeared to them and he greeted them by saying, peace be with you. Peace be with you. And that is so comforting to hear because we have seen that peace Rather, the name peace is another name for Jesus. He is the Prince of Peace. Jesus is peace. So in short, by Jesus saying to them, peace be with you, he simply meant he was with them. I am with you. Peace be with you. I am with you. (laughs) It's so amazing. Like once you start getting revelations of the word, you simply don't look at scripture (laughs) the same way anymore. Right. And so... In whatever situation you are in, remember that Jesus is with you. He is the Prince of Peace. He is with you. And there is no safer place to be than with Jesus. And and so I hope um, this episode was a blessing to you. I hope you have learned something about the peace of God. Please feel free to um, go through the scriptures um, we have mentioned today. And do more research about the peace of God and um, start declaring the peace of God upon your life. And so may God bless you and thank you for studying the Bible with me. Have a peace-filled week in Jesus' name. Amen.